This is the Adventure Sports Podcast, brought to you by 180TAC. Get out there and have some fun. Weekend Mini Edition, hiking, backpacking, and camping with children. Hello, this is Kurt with the Adventure Sports Podcast, and this is a Weekend Mini Edition. Now, for those of you who don't already know, Weekend Mini Editions are not our standard program. We only do the Weekend Mini Editions from time to time. They're shorter than our normal show. And on our normal Monday, Wednesday, and Friday shows, we interview adventure sports enthusiasts and instructors. We interview people that have done amazing feats. But on the Weekend Minis, these are small shows where we try to do a little bit of a deep dive into a particular topic and give you some tips and tricks that you can use to enjoy adventure sports on your own. So today's weekend mini is about hiking, backpacking, and camping with children. Children are not about the distance. They're not about the goal at the end of the trail. A five-mile hike for a four-year-old could just seem like torture. I think sometimes parents get so excited about sharing some special location, some special view, some special lake or something with kids that they try to drag them on these longer hikes. And what always happens is the parent ends up carrying a miserable kid. The kid's not having a good time. And the next time mom or dad says, hey, let's go on a hike. Sometimes the kids are like, oh, I remember the last time. Well, it makes sense to go back and remember what it was like to be a child. And if we do that, then I think we gain some real insights on how to introduce children to the woods. How do we introduce children to hiking and backpacking and camping in a way that they'll love it the same way that we love it and the whole family has a better time? Do you remember when you were a kid and what adventure meant to you then? Maybe it was a pile of dirt in a vacant lot. That's all it took. Wandering over that dirt, squeezing it in your hands, scrambling to the top of the pile, seeing how far you could jump off the other side, hiding behind it, wondering if anyone could see you from the other side. Maybe it was finding worms in the garden out back, you know, digging around a little bit, finding those squiggly little things, or catching a bluegill in the local creek. Maybe adventure for you really was riding a bicycle for the first time. That sense of wonder, the sense of newness, just saying, wow, look what I did. Well, sometimes as adults, we need to stop and remember what adventure was when we were kids. The Adventure Sports Podcast does all sorts of programming on big, fun adventures. But what does it mean for a child? You know, it's not common for a child to parachute out of an airplane. It's not common for a child to ride a 650cc motorcycle on some cross-country trip. Children have just as much fun and get just as much of that sense of adventure and wonder by doing things that are closer in by discovering newness in everything around them. You know, I remember as a kid, adventure could even be that dad had just mowed the lawn and we would run out in that freshly cut grass and it would smell wonderful and it just was neat to see it all cut to just one height. Parents, this show is about how to have kid-sized adventures with your kids and bring back the wonder to your own life. We recently did a podcast with Bruno Lutz in which he did a wonderful job 
of instructing us on how to get young children skiing and rafting and mountain biking and doing a lot of other sports like that. And uh, I think that that's a fantastic podcast. Go back and listen to that one on how to get children involved in adult adventure sports, really. But there are other ways that we can go about it, too. And I wanted to spend a little bit of time on backpacking and camping and hiking with children. Children are not about the destination. So parents, when you want to take your kids into the woods, I think the first thing to remember is that, and it's pretty obvious, but they're not really going to be interested in big distances and grueling trips up steep slopes and difficult challenges that we as adults find so rewarding. Kids are more likely to be interested in the micro rather than the macro. You take a child to a high point where there's a huge view and they look at it and I think maybe they just feel overwhelmed or it's seems out of touch. They're like, wow, that's cool. Hey, dad, look at this flower. How many of you have experienced that? So the micro world is where the kids live. It's what they can touch. It's what they can see and what they can play with. And that's where they're learning the most about the world around them. So maybe when you're planning a trip with kids, take a step back. And instead of thinking about the amazing destination, think about the fun time that you could have just being close to your kid, close to nature. I remember one time we were on a trip and uh, we stopped by a waterfall that was close by on the road. We had to hike in a bit and it was a little distance. I carried my daughter, but it wasn't too far. And when I got to the waterfall, I did the adult thing, right? I'm looking at it and I'm going, wow, that's spectacular. Look how big that is, how far the water goes down. Feel the thunder and the mist and look what happens when water goes off a cliff. Ooh. And then I got even deeper, and I thought, wow, the Earth is the only planet that we know of that has water in three forms, where it can be vapor in the clouds, where the water can be liquid flowing over the ground and making waterfalls, and where the water can be ice and snow. Without water being in all three states, it may not even be possible for life to exist on this planet, or if it did, it would certainly be very different than the planet that we know. And I was thinking, wow. And so I tried to explain this to my three-year-old daughter who I was carrying, and she looked at it and looked at me, and her summary was so profound. She just said, Dad, I think it's here because it makes us feel better. And I had to pause and think about that and realize that while I was trying to sort out the mysteries of the universe, she was experiencing the moment. And we need kids, we need children to pull us back in so that we can realize some of the simple things are the most profound. Why not just enjoy the moment? And why not enjoy the moment with your children? So here are a couple of rules of thumb. When you're planning a trip with kids, think about an area that's kid-friendly. Obviously, safety matters, right, for children. So be children-sized. Think about the length of the hike that you're going to take. And you may not cover a huge amount of distance. Kids like to feel like they did something, but make it so that they feel successful and not exhausted, right? And then when you get to a destination, the idea is that you want to stop and smell the flowers, dig in the dirt, grab a stick, and build a little village somewhere in the dust. You know, grab some pine cones and make them look like pine trees and and get some flowers that can represent umbrellas and set up some sort of a, a little town that the kids can play with. A rock becomes a horse, and a twig might be a man. But I think perhaps the most important thing is to watch what your child is interested in. 
kids will find more pleasure in studying an anthill or crawling under a bush and having a, a tiny little hideaway than they will from the bigger things that we as adults um, enjoy. And if you can get in that bush with that child and don't worry about getting a little bit of mud on your knees or under your fingernails, just get in there and visit with your child and explore the wonder in their eyes, point out the things that they may have missed, find that caterpillar or that butterfly or even that beetle that's crawling over the ground and study it and ask questions. What do you think that beetle is doing? And as children know that it's okay to get a little bit dirty and it's okay to play in nature, you know, to uh, to pause and to look and to observe, a whole new world can open up for them and a wonder about nature that is so healthy for children and frankly, healthy for adults too. So if we take the time to do the small distance, if we take the time to look at the micro world around us and we take the time to get down on the child's level and to play and discover as they discover the world around them, then I think there are some just amazing rewards there. So when we go out with children, (laughs) one of the beautiful things about going short distances is that if you're backpacking, you're going to be carrying the child's gear as well as perhaps the child and your own gear to boot. So huge distances might get to be a little bit rough I mean, after all, your pack's heavy enough when you're packing for one. So don't let that stop you from getting out. Instead, go ahead, plan the trip, make sure you have the things that children love, the snacks that kids like, the special things that are important to a kid. Uh, Don't leave the teddy bear at home. (laughs) Take the teddy bear along and make a big deal about each child having his or her own little sleeping bag and and help them to feel the wonder and excitement of staying in a tent. When the sun sets and you can look up at those stars, then tell stories and point out the amazing night sky. And children will fall in love with nature. And what's more, they'll so much appreciate you more as a parent because you took the time to share the world and the wonder from their perspective with them. So here is another tip that will really help you to have a great time with your kids. Every now and then you might hear someone say when you're disappointed, they might say, well, what did you expect? And it's important to realize that disappointments come from unmet expectations. And, you know, before you have kids, you get used to a distance and a certain type of adventure and a certain type of backpacking and camping. And you know what? (laughs) When you have small children with you, it's not going to be like that. It's going to be different. And one way that you can assure that you have a great time and there is no disappointment is to change your expectations from the start. I'm not saying that you're compromising for some lower level of enjoyment. It's real easy to feel that way if you have big adult expectations for your kids. No, no, no. Back up. Instead, expect to go short distances and to have wonderful experiences with your children. Don't expect it to be that adult hike. Instead, expect it to be, you know, dad and kid time or mom and kid time. Whenever you take your son or your daughter and you build these amazing memories together, that's so much more rewarding than, you know, getting to the top of a 14er or or hiking at 12 miles into some perfect trout stream. It's just more about setting the expectations that I'm going to find the stuff that's closer in and I'm going to experience it in a way 
that will make a wonderful memory for me and my child. And the third thing that I really should mention before we end the episode here is safety with children. Remember that children are not adults. They dehydrate faster. They get cold faster. Children need snacks more often. And keep in mind that you might have a three-foot stride. When you take a step, your child is probably taking three or four or five steps to your one. So, you know, you might think, well, children just aren't very fast. And you look back, and man, they're going like the Energizer Bunny. That doesn't mean they're covering a lot of ground, though. So uh, it's important to realize that they're working really, really hard. So you need to make sure that you're prepared for that. Make sure that they are getting plenty of water. Make sure that they're staying warm. Make sure that they're not getting a horrible sunburn. How miserable is that? You know, don't forget to take those potty breaks. That matters. They need them more often than you do. Think in terms of the child's time and rhythm. That's what matters. Remember nap time. Don't ignore it. Find a beautiful place where they can nap. And, uh, you know, set up some way that the bugs aren't going to bug them and they're in the shade and they can just enjoy a rest. And that gives you some quiet time, too. It's all just a wonderful thing, but think of nature in terms of the child. Safety matters. Safety from sunburn, uh, safety from fast-moving water. Yikes, scary with children. You want safety with fire, with hot things. What about that camping knife, right, the sharp edges there? There are all sorts of skills that children haven't learned yet about how to manage fire, sticks. Kids love to get a hot stick and wave it around and look at the smoke or Watch the ember as it makes streaks through the dark at night, and that can all be fun. But what happens when that hot ember hits somebody? And children around fire especially kind of scare me because it's so easy for a child. Their sense of wonder with fire, oh, it's amazing, but it's so easy for them to trip, to fall, and to put their hands out in front of them and land their hands on those hot coals in those flames, burning their hair, burning their eye. I don't even want to go into the details. The point is this. Large fires and children really don't mix, and as parents, you've got to have your hands on your children at all times. It only takes a second for them to get into trouble. Something that I think can really help, especially as children get a little bit older, is to teach children small fires, safer fires, contained fires, and as they learn to manage small fires, then um, they get better at managing fire in general. And it's a skill that I think every person on this planet should have, is how to start a fire, how to manage a fire, how to keep it safe, and how not to destroy the land with it. So, of course, I have to recommend our 180 stove. If you take our 180 stove with an ash pan and you set it on the ground and you build a little twig fire and you feed it little bitty branches, tiny little pieces, it contains the fire The fire is plenty big for roasting hot dogs, marshmallows, for cooking your dinner, for boiling water, for your coffee, or for your dehydrated food, but it's contained. It greatly reduces the odds of a child being injured by tripping into a fire pit. So parents, be safe with your kids. Remember, you're not going to go as far. Remember that the macro is less important to a kid than the micro. Remember, it's okay to get dirty. Get down there on their level and look at the smaller things and look at the wonder in their eyes and just, you know, you'll experience so many wonderful moments with your kid when you do that. And then remember safety, kid safety, right? Think in terms of your child and what's required for them to have a great experience. Change your own expectations. It's not about getting to the top. It's not about making the distance. When you're with your children, it's about enjoying nature around you 
It's about being in the moment. It's about making sure that they are having a fantastic time. It's important to reset those expectations because if you don't, you're going to be disappointed and you're going to get frustrated. And when you get frustrated, then the children sense your frustration and then they blame themselves and then they don't want to go next time because it really wasn't a fun experience. So don't do that. Well, parents, I hope that this has been something that gives you a a little bit of encouragement to get out there with your kids, to have a lot of fun, to go ahead and do it. And, you know, by what authority do I say this? Well, I raised four children in the woods and loved every minute of it. I really believe that nature and children go together like a hand in a glove. It's just a beautiful thing when you can spend time with your children in nature. So that has been another weekend mini edition. And help us out. Please forward this edition, if you would, to the people with young children or the the married couple who are thinking about having kids. Forward this on to the, the dads who are realizing that wow, it's really tough to get this three-year-old to climb a 14er. And then we can also refer them back to Bruno Lutz's episode on how to teach bigger sports to children. So this edition is publishing so that you can hear it first thing on Sunday morning. So today would be a fantastic day to do it. Grab those kids, grab some snacks, some water, make sure you have some nice protection from the sun, and find a place where you can go play in the woods with your children. So until next time, get out there and have some fun.